Hello and welcome back to the Dungeons and Dragons Podcast UK. My name is Yasmin and I will be the DM. Hi, my name's Colin and I play Cuin de Greymond, a paladin from Gavany. Hi, I'm Spencer. I play Caddo Chasseur, a cleric also from Gavany. Hi, I'm Brian and I play Ogvar Shawfoot, a ranger from Keswick. Hi, my name is Samantha and I play Elora Greyvale, a sorcerer from Nefalia. end of episode 41, our travellers had happened across another human for the first time in what seemed like forever. But once again, it appears in rather unfortunate circumstances. The six find themselves in a serious situation in the midst of a standoff with a shambling ooze. Fast becoming their favoured enemy, let's see whose armour gets absorbed this time. Episode 42, Bride and Shroom. And now for a quick spot of housekeeping. Whilst recording the episode, we unfortunately and annoyingly experienced some technical difficulties, which resulted in a small section of the recording being unrecoverable. We apologise for the slight time skip in proceedings, but the DM has replaced this section by doing a quick recap to fill in the short gap. She's very disappointed that a number of her mushroom puns were lost. However, the rest of the team were not, and as listeners, you should consider yourselves lucky as well. Now... Back to the business end of things. Okay, so Elora, you're up next. Okay, I'm going to go with Scorching Ray, have another crack at this. Um, okay. Roll to hit. Wow. Uh, seven. Seven hits. Hey! Is, is it hey! fire damage? It is fire. Yes, it's big okay. fire damage. Your Scorching Ray strikes the ooze. You see the surface of the ooze bubble as the heat makes contact. Nothing happens. Oh, so I didn't even get to roll damage. That's very depressing, isn't it? She's immune to fire. Well, okay, that's lesson learned. Uh, okay, guys, fire's not going to work on this one. Okay. So, what is going to happen next? What is going to happen next is ooze is going to make its way. Oh, I'm going to step back as well. <laughs> I haven't moved. <laughs> Okay. Okay. How far are you going? Um, just take me ten foot back. Okay. So you are <coughs> five. You're just out of it. You can't see it anymore. That's fine. That's good. Okay. I didn't like the look of it. Anyway. Ooze is going to take ten foot towards Ogvar this time. Oh, no. So it rolls ten foot towards you, but cannot do anything else. Okay, Caddo, you're up next. You can see it from where you are. Brilliant. Well, let's release these two um, these two uh, bolts of energy then. Okay, you're releasing both at the same time. Yep, two range touch attacks. Okay, so melt roll to hit. 
Six. Kits. And roll again. Oh, seven. <laughs> Now's the time to chuck out the low numbers, isn't it? This thing's AC is chronic. Right, so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the let's just check, let's just check that, what, what the damage is in. 2d6. Yeah, so it's 4d6 in total. Roll it. Is this, uh, this is light damage, like a... Yeah, energy as yep. such, rather than fire. Okay. 9, 11, 14. 14 points of nice. damage? Meaty. Describe it. Hey. Oh, excellent. Nice. Uh, uh, so, uh, having hold, held this ball of light in my hand. I throw my hand forward as fast as I can towards the, uh, what looks like uh, an uh, animated puddle. Yep. Uh, and I can feel the energy extend from my arm and slam into the puddle. Uh, and the puddle kind of collapses in on itself until there's just a pool of ugh on the floor. <laughs> yep. We like a nice pool of ugh. How much damage that was that? How much damage was that? 14 points of damage that was. How did you get 14 points of damage out of it? 4d6. As the puddle sort of like squidges out on the floor, I was just going to sort of like step back because he's getting a bit close to his boots. Yep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm going to walk over to the uh, young lady. Yep. As best described. Right? So, are you okay? Yes, uh, th- thank you, thank you. That was some timely intervention there. Um, I'm a little bruised and battered, but alive, and that's the important thing, isn't it? Indeed. After uh, all, my teacher always said that uh, learning is, is, is power, I suppose, but I uh, probably need to learn a bit more about these. Um, are you hurt? Do you need any healing? Uh, they'd be greatly appreciated if you could spare any. Okay, what have I got left? Hang on. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, all right. No, no, no. So, uh, Do you want healing? I haven't got any left tough. No, I've got, some, I've got, I've still got some uh, first. So I, I've got, I'll, I can spontaneously cast, let's get rid of that one, uh, Cure Light Wounds. Okay. So uh, I'm just going to touch you to uh, to cure you. Yes, yes, she holds her hand out. So I shall touch her hand delicately. <laughs> <laughs> and do nine points, nine points of healing. Nice healing. <laughs> Come and feel my healing hands. Hey, uh, hands. Hey. Nine points. Nine uh, points of healing done there. Lovely. I get sound effects and everything. Oh god. Okay. Um. um so combat's over. Yeah. What's everyone doing? Oh, well, I was going to edge yeah. his way around the, the puddle acid, of acidic puddle. Puddle of stuff. Well, that's the first spell I've got off in two days, and it did nothing. Okay, so I assume you all kind of crowd around this this woman. Okay, as you finally get a good chance to look at this woman, she's quite young. She's maybe in her early 20s. Um, She's quite pretty. She's dressed in, she's got tough leather armour on. She's got a small pack on her back, but you can you can say that probably you can see bits hanging off of it. You can say she's probably just packed the essentials here. One thing you do notice, however, is on her hip there is a large tome, and all over her body there there are little pockets and bags of things, and they all appear to be like bulging and full. Um, she's got kind of. Um, Copper-coloured hair, um, brown eyes. She's um, she's quite pretty looking. 
Um, so are you feeling better now? Oh, uh, yes, thank you ever so much. Um, Sorry, I should have introduced myself. I'm Caddo. Oh, it's, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm Professor Portia Bello. Portia Bella. Portia Bella. Portia Bella. Portia Bella. I was thinking of market. Are you saying that in your character? I could do. Portia Bella like that. My spoon. Yes, yes. I'm. I'm. I study mycology. I'm. I'm a professor. I. I study mushrooms. Is that why you're in the mire? I know. I normally eat them. Yes, they do have some quite interesting effects, don't they? You seem like quite a fun guy. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, I'm just going to think, that will probably go over on Bar's head. That <laughs> is fantastic. Laura's going to raise one eyebrow and give a quick shake of the head. Sorry, just let me know if I get on your gills. Oh, dear, it's dad joke-tastic. <laughs> Another one that went over on Bar's he's just going to like, scratch his head and go, um, I've been to a, a party or two in my, my time, but... Uh, if one of those two comes out of one of my Christmas crackers this year, I'm not going to believe it. So, uh, P- Portia, where are you from? Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm originally from Keswick. I, I used to uh, live in Keswick, um, but uh, I, I decided to take a more uh, scholarly route. I, I was very interested in herbalism. I, I studied it as a profession, and then I uh, eventually went to Gavney to learn, and I became a teacher somehow. I'm still not quite sure how that happened. Portia, more to the point. How come you're out here? I mean, what are you doing wandering around in the Oh, mire, well, really? there is a veritable wealth of uh, samples of mushrooms we've never seen before. Yeah, but this is quite a dangerous place. Well, yes, but, you know, you, you, you don't get any profit if you if you don't have any danger. Well, no, that's true, but you're travelling alone. Well, I, I, I wasn't travelling alone, that, that's the thing. Well, OK, so who were you travelling with and where have they gone? Well, I, I did hire some... Uh, some mercenaries to uh, take me on this expedition. It was supposed to be uh, a couple of weeks of expedition, um, exploring the drunken mire, um, looking for new types of uh, flora and fauna, and uh, Yes, but where are they? Oh, they got eaten. By what? Uh, uh, some kind of creature. I've never seen it before. It's quite interesting, really. How long have you been out here? Oh, a couple of weeks. I, I don't want to cut my trip short. I've just been, you know, uh, surviving. I don't suppose you've seen quite a tall chap who's, who looked like he was only half-dressed with a sort of red cape. No, but he seems like a fun guy. <laughs> right. Ogbar's just going to lean across <laughs> to... Um, well, she's one of yours. She's from Keswick, Ogbar. I'm just going to lean across and go, I'm not sure how many of those mushrooms she's eaten. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't <laughs> eat my samples. No, no. I, I, I harvest my samples separately. Well, uh, um, we're headed for uh, Drenau, uh, Portia. Uh, uh, do you want us to help you get out of the mire now? Oh, well, I... I thought we'd just help to get out of the mire just then. <laughs> yes, that's quite funny. Um, well, I, I suppose so. I should probably make sure that my colleagues know I'm alive. Um, oh, might... You know how it is with us academic types, you know. Don't see us for three weeks and everyone assumes you're dead. Well, that's probably because people do tend to come to grief around here. Well, yes, I, I have heard that. I know, I know it's not the safest part, but, you know, the, the mushrooms I've seen... I think you're in need Biggest of help. plates. I think somebody ought to get around. Well, okay. well you're, you're very welcome to join us as we head our way out of the mire. Yes, I, I'd absolutely love to. I, maybe I can educate you on the use of mushrooms. Yes, well, Ogva is the one that's interested in mushrooms. Perhaps you <laughs> chat to him. <laughs> Wonderful! Yes, Ogva's from Keswick as well. Yeah. Probably quite local to you. Oh, this is wonderful. You're, you're such a group of fun guys and fun gals. Uh, and he's single. Oh, is he? 
<laughs> also twice her age. <laughs> oh, God. Right, okay. Yes, I've eaten. I can't believe you're pushing. <laughs> <laughs> Kedo's matchmaking service. Laura is now really openly laughing at all of this because this this is the best entertainment she's had in days. And let's face it, we all need some levity, don't we? Esther, bless her, she's just rolling her eyes. So, Um, uh, Kieran, which way's northeast then, buddy? uh, Might as well have a check. Okay. And it's that uh, way. Times when you want live streaming, isn't it? Oh, oh, that's made me cry now. Oh, from uh, what's it in it? Um, blonde, blonde, Transformer. Transformers when he's in the car <laughs> with what's it in it? that. <laughs> right, yeah, okay. Make me a survival check then. <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> no. Okay, so. Uh, 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 hold on. Uh, I can't really uh, tell. Uh, oh, okay, give us give us my compass. <laughs> it looks like we should get our thinking caps on. <laughs> uh, I need to research more mushroom pans. Hand me my compass, because perhaps it's perhaps when there's something metal, I'll just I'll just check to see if the yes, compass is fine. It just seems to be spinning around and around and around. Yeah. Okay. So I'll take the compass off Kewin and step okay. away from the large missile person. Yep. <laughs> see if it settles down my compass. Yeah. Make me make <laughs> me a, a survival yeah, so. check with a plus two. Yes, he was struck by lightning last That's night. a nat twenty, which would be twenty five all in. Yeah, as soon as you take a step away from Kewin, it stabilizes and points you perfectly in the direction you need to go. Okay, so Kewin, we're going that way. Okay. Are you trying okay. to say that our paladin's unstable? I'm just suggesting that that much metal may have an effect on my compass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. So Let's I'll keep hold of the compass and keep us pointing in the right direction. You keep doing your stick thing. Yeah, this as Ogvar pointed out, that thing tanged him last night with some electricity. Maybe that had an effect. Yeah. Are you feeling a bit residual over there? It just feels like I've got a, maybe a bit of a magnetic... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, well. Okay, just put me in the way. Just tell me if I'm. Uh, S is at a loss of words here. Going in the. veering off to are the we, left or the right? We've been in this pod too long. You lead the way. I'll, st- I'll, st- I'll stay just uh, uh, one person behind you. Just so, and I'll keep. T- I'll tell you if you go off course. Okay, well, uh, yes, okay. So, uh, what are you doing here then? If I may ask. Well, we're, we're actually trying to get out of here. Oh. Long story, not going to bore you with it, but we're trying to get Oh, out. no, I love long stories. No, really, you, you wouldn't like this story. Oh, Ogvar well. knows it in detail. Oh, well, I'll have to ask you later. Ogvar's <laughs> 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 looking at his feet. What <laughs> a shame Gala's not here. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, if you're interested, I was here doing uh, research on the effects that uh, certain fungal uh, spores have in the use of healing potions. Um, oh, now that's a little bit more interesting. Well, yes, I, you look like the adventuring type. I'm, I'm sure I could um, maybe uh, give you some uh, re- uh, recompense for your for your aid. Um, 
I, I know a lot about herbology and how to make healing potions and the mushrooms you can eat and the mushrooms you can You and me, we'll walk at the back. <laughs> oh. I was rather hoping to travel with your fine gentleman over there. Oh. You and her, you walk at the back. Which one? <laughs> Ogfa. Oh. Sorry, Laura <laughs> points at Ogfa. Oh, I know you want to. <laughs> okay. She's got some interesting information. Oh, information. She's got some interesting information. Easy for you to say. At the end of the day, she knows things about herbology. Very useful. Yes, we can just uh, stalk along at the back here. Hours. Hours of entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at Esther and say to Esther, I'm just going to wave like, oh, God, let's just walk on. Yes, I think that may be a good idea. Yeah, so, uh, so, so that's queuing out front. Yes. Me behind him. Yes. Then yeah. it's the two ladies. Then the two ladies. Okay. And then the loving couple. She starts regaling you with tales of... Um, uh, she, she starts talking about certain mushrooms with you. And the one she's regaling with currently as you set off is uh, Betrothius Industriatus, aka Bride's Veil. Bride's what? Bride's Veil. The Bride's Veil Mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so after a minor technical hitch, we've. Uh, Recording, we've missed out a bit. So just to recap, um, you skirted the hijer, set up the camp after Laura got exhausted. Esther took a long watch. Kieran's watch was interrupted by Willow the Wisps, where he got attacked. Uh, you all moved off in the morning and encountered a giant toad in a pond, where you also found a kind of fallen over old fountain. Uh, you found some gold and gems in the bottom of the fountain, specifically a sapphire and a couple of platinum pieces. Uh, Caddo, you made a wish, um, throwing in two gold. You travelled then travelled on a bit further, taking you to about 12am, where you encountered a strange woman in the fog, later revealed to be Professor Portia Bello. Uh, you defeated a great ooze that had been attacking her and you continued on your journey. After four more hours you managed to reach the edge of the mire without much else going wrong. Uh, where you discovered that it was probably about two days towards Drenau. You travelled about an hour further on uh, where Ogvar caught a pig and you set up camp. Uh, Night ran on, um, it was Ogvar and Portia on watch from midnight to 3am, when mysteriously Pickle the dog returned, uh, with much triumph. Uh, they then set off in the morning and continued walking up the main road, and you set up camp in... Uh, the word I'm looking for? Rest stop. There we go. Uh, you set up camp in a rest stop protected by Avacyn and you have just started cooking dinner of which Pickle hunted down a couple of rabbits for you. Okay, so, um, so Elora was conversing with Esther and Orland attempting to get a bit more information about um, their 
experience in the bottom of the church. And Portia stuffed the rabbits with some a variety of mushrooms. And that's where we are. Uh, you've all leveled up to level 5. Um, which also, before I go any further, I need to remember to do that. Uh, that's my piece of paper gone. Pieces of paper everywhere. There we go. Okay, so at level 5. Ogvar, you yes. get... Four, five, nothing. Nobody gets anything. <laughs> Never mind. Nobody gets anything. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Bend it wisely. You get a kiss from Portia. Um, <laughs> oh, we've pushed on there. <laughs> okay. So, meanwhile, all throughout the time, poor Ogvar has been uh, punned to death. Do you want to go around the table and just say what people have had extra? Yep, sure. Go on. Right, so Alora has now gone up to a level 5 sorcerer. Um, most of her stats have remained the same. Her hit points have gone up from um, 25 to 29, because she threw a nice 4 on a d4, which was good. Um, she also gains one extra level 2 spell, um, which will... Yeah, one extra level 2 spell. Um... Other than that, stats haven't changed, and Rowan's uh, haven't changed either. Okay, Ogvar okay, has gone up to level 5 also. His hit points have gone up 7 to a maximum of 33. He has uh, obtained a second favourable enemy, which he has taken as uh, Humanoid. So the Undead has got a plus 4 to the damage, and Humanoid's a uh, plus 2. Um, stats have remained the same, and... Uh, Murdoch has learnt a bonus trick, which is to thieve small items. Okay. Handy. Cado uh, has also uh, gone up to uh, level 5. He gained an additional 6 hit points, so he now has 38 hit points. He's now able to cast level 3 spells, and uh, he spent his 2 skill points on his healing ability. Okay. Uh Kuin has also gone up to level 5. He gains an extra smite per day and also a charging smite which gives an extra 10 points of damage if he travels further than 10 yards in the uh, charge. Uh, his hit points have gone up by 8 which is now giving him 42 Uh Base attack went up another one, so it might, should make it even easier to hit things, which he likes. Okay, what's that? Rowan's stats have changed. Have they? How? Mm. Um, it says here, Master Class level 3rd to 5th uh, to 6th um, can speak with Master. It says his intelligence has gone to 8, and it says natural armour adjustment has gone up by 1 as well. Okay, so just make the adjustments. He's more okay. likely to break the window when he hits it. Yeah. Yeah, both than himself. <laughs> no one get initiative bonuses. Is there, is there no one's initiative bill or anything like that. No, only goes up for dex changes. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Just double checking. So every four, every four levels, level yeah, four, level yeah. eight, level twelve, etc. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, Porsche has <laughs> handed you the uh, stuffed rabbits. Uh, they've well, they've gone onto the spit. 
Okay, is anyone doing anything else before you have uh, go to bed and whatnot? I'm just going to check over my armour and yep. uh, see if I can sort my visor out a bit more. Okay. Do I need to roll um, for that? You've got a... I've got craft armour. Yeah, roll me one of those. Thirteen. Yeah, you fiddle with it a bit more and you tighten the screws up again. Okay. Okay. Anybody else doing anything in particular? No, I so I a small prayer at the uh, at the shrine yep. that's there uh, and left a couple of silver pieces uh, as I would to my deity. Okay. Uh, fed my dog. Yep. Ogvar will just have a bit of small talk with Portia, asking her where she is from it in Kessig. Yep. And just. Yeah, yeah, she gives you, um, you know, she gives you a bit of a rundown of her life. You didn't ask for it, but she gives you it. <laughs> Including, uh, you know, she's single. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was the answer to that one? Everyone else is dying to know. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they seem to be getting on quite well spiffing over there, aren't they? Getting on famously, aren't It's a good job we've got the churchmen here. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, Abyssin. Did you, spend, did you spend your skill points on romance? <laughs> no. <laughs> Handle animal? <laughs> oh, dear. This is just getting worse. Oh, dear. Sense motive? <laughs> I don't think you need any skills. <laughs> Okay, so you're all going to eat dinner, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Nice okay. bit of stuffed rabbit, I'm looking forward to it. So you all eat your dinner. Everyone roll me a d20. Oh, bloody No awesome. modifiers, just roll me a straight d20. She put magic mushrooms in. <laughs> oh, yes, Adi. That'll be a just, five from Alora. That'll be a three from Gwyn. <laughs> oh, this is going well, i got a seven. I've got a twelve. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Those stats aren't going to uh, blow anybody the, away, are they? Pass around the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> These fun time mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So is there anything else you want to do before you do the whole routine of, you know, going to bed and whatnot? Not really. Uh, are we going to... Uh, oh, no, it's a, we're, we're in a rest stop, aren't we? So it's not like we need to protect the place or anything in particular. Yeah. I mean, probably just need to set up a watch routine and... We still need to do a watch routine, yeah. I'll take first watch. I'll take last as always. I'll go I'll take the middle again. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Laura's, uh, what time is it now? Where are we? I've lost track. It's probably about five o'clock. Oh, oh I'm not going to bed right at this moment in time. Yeah. No, I'll just sit by, presume we've got a campfire and stuff going, yeah. so I'll just yeah, sit yeah. by that yeah. and... Um, yeah, Laura's just going to hum to herself and have a chat to... She can chat to... Um, she can chat to Rowan now. Yep. So she's going to kind of... <whistles> Rowan! Yep, and he comes fluttering down. What do you get up to? What is it you do at night? Do you just go hunt bugs? What do you do with your time? Do you really want an answer to that? You do what? <laughs> <laughs> One minute. Mead. Well, 
I gathered you got a bit of a taste for the sweet stuff, yeah. But that's all you do is just go and empty everyone's glasses? Me! Oh my god. Rowan, you need to get a new pastime. I do something functional. Go and find a girlfriend or something. You've let us off at that. <laughs> He's gone again. It's funny that. Mm. Okay. You, well, you hear a fake. Got an alcoholic for a bat. Well, apparently, yeah. Just make sure you don't leave anything lying around. He's, he's, you know, he's incorrigible. I, I don't, I don't really want to encourage that. You know. Okay. I should yeah. keep a stopper in my bottle. Yeah, I would. If I've got, if there's enough daylight, I shall give Picker the his evening brush down. Yep. It's um, you, you've got light from the fire. Okay. Is anyone else doing anything? No, I just. Uh... Checking over my armour and making sure everything's in, in sharp. And in, no, yeah. I ain't got anything too sharp. What do you What do you guys reckon to like? Just let's get a head. I know it's really early, but why not get a head down and then get started back on the road really early? I want to try and make it to the now if we can. You yeah, know? get moving at first light. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Maybe give, just before you first yeah, light. Yeah, give you all an early kick. Yeah, make make sure it's just before you know first light. Let's let's get up and let's get gone. That's that's what yeah. I'd like to do. Yeah, I suppose if we get up, you know, about quarter past half past five, just before the, yeah, the, the, the light comes up, we can, you know, we, we can get every the second. Yeah, that's fine. What do you reckon? What do you reckon we can get there tomorrow? Yeah, I, think I reckon if we give it, you know, don't stop, just carry on. Yeah, cool. Okay, we'll do that. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to turn in, guys. If you need anything, just shout, okay? No problem. All right, good night, Esther. Nice. So what? Uh, good night, Portia. Oh, yes, good, good night. Good night, Grandma. Are you sure we don't want a nightcap? Uh, no, I'll give that one a miss, thank you. Somebody mm. else can take you up on that. Mm. And she's going to dive in a tent real quick. Yeah, that's me and Pickle off to bed as well. Once he's, uh, once he's brushed down. So what, about eight, nine o'clock? This is about it's five or six. six. Five or six, yeah. six. Early. So Good. Nice early night. I'll do, you know, even though, you know, if everyone... They say it's six. I'll do four. I'll do a five hour till about eleven. Right eh? Okay. I'm gone already. Yeah. Okay. So everyone else, you you staying up talking to anybody? <laughs> Who could you? Who mean? would you mean by that, Kieran? <laughs> 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 no, Ogbar will um, go to bed as well. Try and get a big chunk of sleep done. Um, before his watch, middle watch. Yeah, Esther disappears off as well. Okay. So I'll take up to eleven, and then they've got to do three, two, three-hour slots. So they should get plenty of sleep, shouldn't they? Yeah. Portia stays up for a bit, just sat by the fire, draw, like uh, making notes in a notebook and drawing diagrams. Okay. Uh, but she does go to eventually go to bed. Okay. Okay. So um, yeah, night passes peacefully. You all switch your shifts. And you wake up early in the morning. Okay. But I suppose we better get set. Oh, oh, that was. Oh, that just. Oh. Does that mean I, I slept really well. Yes, that does. I slept really well. Rowan, Rowan, are you there? Oh, oh, yeah. What again? No, look, we're going to Drenau, okay? We're going into town. Just. Oh, whatever. Your bat isn't very intelligent. You do it. <laughs> oh, I'm still talking to him. Okay. So, throughout the night, it has started raining. Uh, of course it has. 
However, where you are inside um, this uh, almost like this protective rest stop, you notice that it, it's become clear to whoever's been on watch overnight that you can actually see the rain bouncing off what seems to be almost like an invisible dome over the area. The ground outside this um, this rest stop is, you can see it's wet and kind of muddy, but the ground inside is, you know, your fire's still cracking, the ground is perfectly dry. Uh, we'll have to remember that. Well, that's an interesting one, isn't it? It's a bit like a, yeah, it's, it's like a protective bubble, isn't it? Yes. Uh-huh. That's quite cool, so you can you can pass in and out of it, but it, yeah. It'll also be handy at a spot, because obviously Could you'll be able to see... Fainting off well, from a bit more of a Could distance. have done with one of those on the way down from Gloomrest. Oh, yes. Because that storm that was storm. bloody terrible. No. Yes. But I still managed to get the fire going. <laughs> yeah. Funny that. Okay. The day is looking um, fairly gloomy. You can see black clouds overhead. Um, you wouldn't say they're the exact same as when the nebble gas came down. Uh, but they are still quite black, dark, stormy clouds. You can hear the rumble overhead of thunder. And the rain is kind of lashing down. Here we go again, guys. We're going to get real wet, but we need to push on. I think we just need to go for it. Yes, you know, but if if anything, I'd prefer to uh, spend maybe an overnight inside, an extra overnight inside a nice warm bed in uh, the guilds. Well, I think we should get back and find out what's happened to... Well, I mean, we don't know what's happened to Gala, and we need to go and get supplies. Yes. So, yes. I, I don't mind getting wet, guys. I just... I think we should just We're going to get it. wet either way, I reckon. Yeah. Yes, well... Yes, I agree. I'll, I'll just turn his collar up to stop the wind... Allura? Allura's gone. She's on one again. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, you, you've broken your tent, your camp down. There's possibly a little bit of rabbit left. And the rabbit you had last night was especially nice um, the mushrooms which Portia had put in um, I'll tell you because you'll, you'll know um, it was a kind called plump helmet which gave this uh, a sweet kind of like uh, rich wine taste to the meat very complimentary to the actual taste of the rabbit meat itself and the other one was one called oracle's consult within a day of eating these, you can replace a single roll with the result you got on your d20. Oh, so get that one. Oh, hmm? So we get to re at uh, some stage during the day we get to re-roll one. No, no, the roll you made on the d20 when you were eating dinner. Oh. Yep. You've oh, got to replace uh, that. Whenever you make a roll, you can replace the roll you, the number you rolled with the roll you. Made when you so make okay, so I could use even a nat one. Yes. So I could use my seven if I needed to. Yes. Lucky me. Really Do we have to use it at some stage? No. So it's a matter of choice. Yeah, okay, it's a matter super. of choice. I'm not getting that. So what so did you, you, roll, you know when you roll when you were eating dinner? Yeah. What did you get? No idea. She got a five. 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 So, so if you roll something below a five during the course of the next twenty-four hours, you can exchange it for a five. Oh, okay. Even a nat one. Oh, which is well. handy. <laughs> Very handy. Okay. <coughs> right. So, I think I think we're gonna. Uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wander up to Alora and just say to her, let's see which one of us could march fastest to the now and see if the rest of drag along with us. Yeah. You're on. You me. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. They can follow us. Billy Longstraw. We're gone. Okay. We're off out the bubble and we're gone. You're off. Yeah. Is everyone else off with them? We don't yes. care. We're gone. 
Yeah. We're in quite I, a hurry there. Yes. Yeah, so, you know. And as I hit the water, pickle hunt. The pickles off for his hunt. I did pack my tent up prior to doing it. Yeah, I did. But, um... Uh, shall I walk along with you, uh, Ogre? Those two have what's it, you know. They've, you know, try and keep in double file, so it might help you out a bit. With, uh, Ogre, I'll just look over his shoulder and look what Esther and uh, Portia are doing. Esther and Portia are actually quite deep in conversation with each other. Uh, okay. Uh, no, I'll just say, okay, girls, are we ready to go? Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, okay, off we go. I think we may be uh, getting a bit lost from the, uh, the other two. They've gone ahead of us. I'm just going to be chatting to Caddo about the mire and... Well, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll just stalk along behind. <laughs> Come on, slow coaches. Catch up. Let's get going. OK. OK. Uh, well, should we bring up the rear, Ogba? Just to make sure everyone's fine. <laughs> OK. OK, so everyone is now on the road and walking. Yep. It is extremely unpleasant. Um, the rain is lashing. It is icy cold. Uh, the wind is howling around you. Um, let's see. Uh, Caddo, 30%. Uh, 70 times. Okay. Yep. Okay, okay. Okay, over the course of the uh, kind of morning, Pickle comes back with uh, six kind of, um, there's a couple of skinny rabbits, uh, but there's um, it's like a, there's a couple of, they're, more, they're rats, they're, he's got four rats and two kind of skinny rabbits. Brilliant. Okay. Um, okay, so as you're walking through this horrible, horrible weather, you get to kind of around midday time. And the sky has been getting blacker and blacker, darker and darker. And the wind has been howling even more. And it's around midday when everyone make me a listen check. Awesome. That's a 14 all in from Alora. 14. 11 all in from Magba. 21 all in from Caddo. Very nice. Three. <laughs> <laughs> his visor's come down again. <laughs> the water in his ears. <laughs> I would ask if you wanted to replace it, but the other one was the one you rolled was a three anyway. Yeah, no, well, I got it was a two plus one. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, so, yeah, um, Kieran, you, you fiddled with your helmet the night before, and it's actually managed to loosen. Your helmet again. So your helmet clung comes back down, and now you can hear. All you can hear is like the sound of rain hitting your hat, mm. your, your helm, and it's like ding, 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 ding. Everyone else, you can all hear the sound of hoofbeats. Alora's going to start looking around. Caddo, Caddo, can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear that. There's horses coming. Can up you there. work out where it's coming from? Up this? Is it up ahead? It's difficult to see. Can I roll up for tracks, see if the horses are ahead of us or behind us? Yes, you can roll track. Okay. That's uh, 20. Not 20. Oh. Okay. There are no tracks. Ace. No recent tracks anyway. I've seen nothing really well. 
Yes. <laughs> With the ground all muddied up, you'd expect it to be obvious if there were any um, hoof prints or anything which had been in there recently, because mm-hmm. it's been raining overnight. There are no recent hoof prints or carriage tracks anywhere. Okay. So are they coming from... Oh. Can, you, can you see anything? There's no tracks there, so I, I would assume that it's possibly oh, coming behind us, yes. Okay, so Laura's just going to stop and turn around and look. Is the, well, can she see anything? Oh, we spot check. Mm. In fact, everyone can roll me a spot check. Uh, no, I that's move, an eight all in. I Sorry. might move to the side of the road whilst doing this. No. Eight all in. We're doing, doing a spot check. Yep. Nat 20. <laughs> oh, get in! That's handy because I got seven <laughs> all in. 26. Anybody over a ten begins to notice faint tendrils of mist rolling in from the sea. I kind of uh, from the uh, eastern side of you, so from where the sea is. And they seem to be rolling in, and it's almost like a creeping mist. You only notice it because you're looking at the ground, but it starts from just like creeping across the grass coming up. And Caddo, Pickle shoots back from wherever he's been and uh, plants himself firmly at your side. Good boy, what can you hear, fella? Come on. His ears are pricked and he's looking round. Um, he's, he's very much... The tail is not wagging. He is not a happy-looking dog. Is he pointing or is he just... Uh, he's, uh, he's kind of like... His head's roving around all the place. You can see his ears pricking and his head, like, kind of change directions rapidly. Um... He's clearly not comfortable. Um, something has gotten spooked, you could say. Can I send Murdoch to circle over the top of the fog and see what if he can see anything and relay back? Yep, you can make me a animal handling with plus four. On top of the plus nine I already got onto. Yeah. Did you add the plus four for handle with Murdoch? Yeah, I've got. Yeah, okay, so, so yeah. Yeah, just do it straight. Yeah, straight then. That'd be a nineteen. Okay, nineteen. Yeah, you send Murdoch off, and it isn't long before he comes back to you, mm-hmm. and he's kind of like, <laughs> Can you not say anything to me? I mean, that is a feature. I'm trying to think. Give me a second. <laughs> trying to get a, <laughs> I'm trying to think what, 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 what voice does a raven have? <laughs> um, the voice of Tom Jones. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can he speak to... Um, can you speak to Rowan? Let, let me. Oh, okay. no, no, no. Talk to me. He, he kind of. He, ah. Because he's a crow, he's got. Yeah. No. He kind of goes. Ah! Nothing! Raven. Raven. I've sent Bar out. <laughs> <laughs> I've sent Murdoch out and uh, says there's nothing out there, but it's most disconcerting looking to that. I think we should. Uh, Am I missing something here? Is this. What's going on? Is it me or is it getting a bit foggy? Hmm? The fog is now clearly rolling in. It is almost um, pulled around your ankles, and it's it's almost like a water. It's only rising upwards. So this this fog is getting denser and thicker, and the sound of these hoofbeats is now almost surrounding you. You can hear it echoing almost all around amongst the lashing of the rain and the buffeting of the wind. That's when you start to hear shrill neighing. Oh no. Kirin. This is there something really there or is this another one of these things, these strange I mean, never got up there. I mean. 
is this another one of these strange things that happened? Or is there something else going on here? Maybe we should get off the road just in case we'll be run down. I'd I'd say, you know, it might be an idea to uh, arm up. You know, just just as a precaution. And, you know, go ahead more cautiously rather than just walk off. It's sort of, you know, a bit tightly, more tightly packed. Who had the natural 20 on spot check? Right, Cuban. As you're talking, and I'm assuming you're facing Laura when you're talking, and Laura, you've turned around. Mm-hmm. Laura's at the front. You had a nat You had 26. I had a nat 20 plus 3, so that's 23. I had a nat 20. Well, oh, I was, I was on the track check. Yeah, the track check, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Right, so, Cuban, no as you're talking to Laura, out of the corner of your eye, kind of towards the, uh, almost like the left, the northwest of the group, you catch in this dense spiralling fog the cold red glow eyes. Yes, I, uh, uh, I can see some eyes glowing up there. So. Ballora is going to, instantly on that, as a reaction, Ballora is going to prep Light of Lunia. Okay. Bob will draw his bow. Yep. Yes, I, I definitely say it's time to uh, arm. I'm going to move, well, Laura's going to move back towards the main group slightly so that she's got a bit more yep. cover. As yep. you're all kind of sorting yourselves and readying yourselves, amongst the, these hoofbeats echoing around and the shrill neighing, you start hearing the clash of blades and the, cl- the sound of sword slicing flesh. These glowing red orbs, which you can see in the fog, they, where they look like kind of embers before, kind of like with a low red glow, they almost like explode into a fiery orange red hue, trailing fire as they move. I think I might pick this moment to cast Wonder Award. Okay. Because I get that as a freebie, don't I, as a racial trait? Yep. Uh, Wonder Award. I need to pick who I'm going to do it on. Uh, as a cast action, you can bless yourself on one ally for six hours. Uh, let's go with a normal. You get more than that. Right. Yep. Yeah. You're at fifth level. One, one plus two. Is it one ally? Oh, uh, no. no, it's one to four. Yeah, but you may have fifth level. Fifth level, I get one plus two. One yeah, reward. No, no, everyone's, no, they've both got Wonder Award. Yeah, we've both got it. So under, uh, underneath it, it's got a thing that says first one to one, second one to two, third one to four. Yeah. Is, is that relating to So people? third, you bless yourself and four others. So, so I can bless the entire party, basically. Basically, yeah. Apart from the prof. Yeah. Okay, right, we'll go for Wonder Award on everybody, then apart from the prof. Okay. So basically that gives that adds one D4 to your armor class, assuming we're attacked by the undead, werewolves or vampires. Well you could use it as a reaction. Yeah. Okay. One D. Okay. So yeah. as you kind of cla- cast this ward, you almost see this kind of like this bright kind of blue illumination as it settles over um, everyone apart from Porsche's kind of skin almost you see it, this illumination. And you get this sense like the fog almost recoils slightly from it before coming back full force, roiling around you. And 
these sounds of sword fighting, they get louder and louder, and so do the hoofbeats, as they almost pass through your group, and the fog starts to retreat further, kind of inland, it's going like inland away. Um, the fog almost starts to uh, thin out and retreat inland. The sound of hoofbeats fades. Uh, the shrill neighing dies out, and the sound of sword fighting ceases. I'm telling you, Kieran, this is this is like what happened before. Different situation. Yes. But this this is this is not right. You and had all this before, have you? We we had this strange experience with a carriage. Um, yeah, it was there. It, it was there, and we, then it wasn't. Yeah, we, we basically, and we got solid items from it. Uh, but we got just outside where this dip turned back, and it wasn't there. We could hear neighing horses, we could hear people screaming, and when we turned around, the carriage that we'd just been to had gone. There was nothing there. So there was a physical carriage? There was a physical carriage. We took stuff definitely. out of it, yeah. and then it disappeared. Yeah, that's the one. But oh, we wow. heard of this sort of thing before and we spoke to Esther about it. And Esther said that she'd heard of things like this but just thought they were tales. Um, well, that wasn't a tale, was it? I just experienced that. I no, exactly. That's the second time we've had that. Similar, just not the same thing. Not a carriage, obviously, but similar kind of thing. I, I can own, the, We had no explanation for the first time. I have no explanation for this. Wow. And all that's left as the fog retreats is this kind of uh, impression of you've got these two kind of bright burning eyes with fire trailing backwards and you see kind of almost half shrouded in the fog a horse almost like a, a skeletal horse it's, you can see uh, a black kind of it looks black coloured but as you look closer and closer you can see that you can almost see its uh, skull and its bones almost translucent uh, underneath its skin these fiery orbs shifting back, uh, trailing fire backwards. And as you look towards its back, you see the form of a man. And where his head should be is nothing but a black cloud as the mist fully retreats and the figure fades away. Right, did anybody else see a headless horseman? Well, uh, I'm. I would concur with you, yeah. Yes. I don't like that at all. So I, I'm going to take a firm grasp of my holy symbol at this stage. Yeah. I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. Yes, I, I, I'm going to uh, roughly in the direction. That one's a little bit more frightening, but the last one was it, it was unnerving in the same way that some family had come to grief, including mm. children. But it wasn't, we didn't see that. Yeah. No, no, no. no that, that one almost seemed spectral. Yeah. The other one seemed ever so real. Yeah. Person. Yeah. Esther, have you seen something like that before? Have you any idea what that might be? Um, no, I, I haven't seen anything like that before. Portia, did you put any mushrooms in the dinner last night? Oh, um, right, I, I, I did, obviously. They were stuffed with mushrooms. Nothing that. None of the hallucinogenic kind, no. And you saw that as well? Uh, yes. Slightly terrifying. Have you seen anything else like that before? Uh, only when I've eaten the hallucinogenic mushrooms. Okay. Well, I'm going to cast uh, Detect Evil in that general direction. Yep, okay. There is no sense of evil whatsoever. Okay, and then I'm going to walk over and check 
the area where it was uh, um, to do spot check? Uh, so yeah, you can do spot check. Can I just check what time it is? Because that, that wanderer's was going to last for six hours from now. Uh, it's about midday, 12 o'clock. Am I doing search or spot? Search. Uh, sorry, spot. Oh, that's 12. 12, yeah. No, there is nothing that would indicate that there's been anything kind of untoward here. So no tracks from the spectral horse? No or? tracks whatsoever. Okay. okay. I suppose uh, cause there isn't there anything here anymore, so I, I, I would say that it's probably best to uh, get out of here. Again, again with this, this is... Okay, yeah, let's... Yeah, let's move. Let's let's just carry on. At which point, Allura is going to... This is going to be a swish of the cloak and she's off. She's off at yeah. pace again. Okay. You've still got this howling, buffeting wind, lashing rain, but you've also now got this kind of sense of chilling dread in your bones. She's going to hold that prep, that, that light of loony. She's going to hold that then. Yeah. Okay. Come on, let's get moving. Okay. So you all yep, continue to walk. Yeah, well, not for the first time. That's twice now. And as the day progresses, um, none of you would have forgotten this event which has just happened. It's left a very deep impression. You begin to see Junao ahead of you. You can see the bronze braziers at the ancient gate lit. It's roughly two, three o'clock now. And you can see the city gates of Junao. Oh, Look, there's Drenau up ahead. I think I can see the inn from here. <laughs> yes, time to get that one in. Sorry, go on. The inn from here? <sighs> it was a reference to I can see the pub from here. Never mind. Oh, it was missed. Yeah, I was right. I'm with you. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. Somebody was. Is that there with I can see your house from here? <laughs> well, I couldn't give a four eggs for any other town. No? <laughs> Okay, I'm, right, all, I'm all out of those. <laughs> it's a good thing. <laughs> guys, we're we going to the guild first, or we're we going straight to the uh, to the uh, lighthouse to see if we can find Gallus. I think we ought to go to the guild. He, he may have gone back there after his. Uh... It was their contract, after all, that Esther picked up, and I think we would best uh, yeah. go back to the guild. And, and if find he's going to go anywhere, that's where we go. Isn't yeah, it? I would imagine so. Right, so she's going to stride on forth with renewed vigour, seeing as she can see see okay, the uh, um, city. Okay, yeah, so you shot on ahead. Everyone else is following, I take it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, so I get to the city gates. I assume we know the I way see. to the guild. But yeah, you'd know the That's what we gave Yeah. Right, so when we get to the city, we go in through the gates and head down towards the guild. Yeah, okay, so you go to the guild. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, I don't know about you, uh, but... Uh, I mean, what time is it now, babe? It's going to be mid-afternoon, isn't it? Honestly? It's about three o'clock. <sighs> First thing I'm going to do is go and get a bevy. Oh, yes. And then I'm going to take my bevy over to the front desk. Okay. Um, Esther? Esther, can you can you come with me, seeing as you took the, you uh, took yes, the, yes. the contract? Let's go and find out what's happened and see if... Find out whether the lighthouse is fixed or, or what, whether they've sent somebody else. I don't know. We're, you know, we've been gone days. Yes, okay, yes. So I'll take Esther with me. We'll go over to the the guild, the front desk, or whatever. Yep. 
um, and just explain. Uh, we've, uh, Esther took this quest. Um, what's Esther's last name? Aziz. Oh yeah, of course it is. <laughs> it is Aziz. Yeah, uh, uh, Esther Aziz took took this quest. Hello. To, um, hi. To um, sort out no, the that lot. was Esther. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was a person behind the desk. Um, to uh, Esther says took this quest to to go and sort out the problems at the lighthouse, but we got there and well things just got a little. It took a bit of a strange turn, and I can't explain quite what happened. But we. Oh yes, the the lighthouse quest was it. It was yeah. Yes. Okay. So completion has been confirmed. So here is your reward. And then the young man behind the desk passes across 500 gold. Um, Congratulations. Uh, thank you for completing that for us. Uh, have a good day. Okay, yeah, thanks for that. Um, yeah, great. She's going to slide the gold across the counter, turn to look at Esther, raise one eyebrow and, like, incline her head as if to say come on let's go back towards the Do the rest the of us hear this? Uh, what is no I took no. Esther off to the front you desk. You be wherever you are. Are you getting drinks? What are the rest of you doing? Uh, yes well yeah, I'll, I'll go up to the bar um, uh, order a drink and inquire if um, anybody's seen Galor in the guild. Okay so you speak to Valdo? Valdo. Um, he goes Galor? Uh, the young gent that was with you, was yeah, that? Yeah, that's him. No, I haven't seen him. Wasn't he supposed to be on that uh, job at the lighthouse with you? Yeah, yeah, but he just literally disappeared. And, uh, and we thought he might have come back here whilst uh, uh, whilst we've been looking for him. Oh, I can't say I've seen him. No, sorry. Okay. Disappeared. That's a bit odd, isn't it? Well, we, we weren't expecting it, quite. Um, uh, can you... Think of anywhere else he might have gone? Oh, I don't know, the chap. Okay, okay, I'll ask around town. Judging by the looks of him, I'll check in a brothel, though. That's harsh. I was, I was going to try the tailors, but uh, all right, <laughs> brothels it might be. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, uh, any luck with finding Gala? Uh, no, I've asked at the bar and nothing. He's not right. been in. Grab your drinks, grab a table. I've got something to tell you. A fair amount of aggression was spent before the shambling man succumbed and the offensive ooze was reduced to little more than a large puddle. The appreciative stranger revealed herself to be one Professor Portia Bello, who seemed perfectly nice, if not a little quirky. Either way, she took an instant radiant shine to our rugged ranger, raising everybody's eyebrows. With the cleric playing Cupid, Ogvar deals with the onslaught of the testy teasing from the team. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Having you as a listener means everything to us. So, whichever streaming service you choose to listen to us with, please give us a like, subscribe and follow. We would love for you to join us on our Facebook or Twitter page, where you can catch up with all of our latest news. While you're waiting for the next episode of Secrets of the Silver City, why not pop over to our website, where you can read all of the information about this campaign from backstories to setting. All of the links are in the bio of this episode. Join us again next week for the next instalment. Thank you for listening.